Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on? And welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, a beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. The Washed Up Crew, we're back in the building again. We're back. And it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a very special day today. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of EarnPitch.com. As always, I'm joined by my fellow co-host and director of Vibes, Mr. First One himself, Julio Matarosa. Julio, what's going on, man? Like I always say, another day in paradise, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for today, though. Yeah, today, I mean, it's a big day for you. It's a it's, big it's a, day. It's a, it's a big, big day, day for, for Julio, a noted LAFC fan. He said it on the pod multiple times. He's gotten a little bit of trouble, um, you know, with some Galaxy fans. But, you know, like, it, it is what it is. It but, is what it is. Uh, you know, we, we, we got uh, a very special guest um, if, if, if you didn't guess, he's, he plays for LAFC. Uh, it's uh, Danny Musovsky. Danny, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's up, guys? How are you? Man, excited. Yeah. How are you, <laughs> wait, wait, man? Wait, wait. I, I, I got to do this first. Oh, we got to reveal. Yeah, we got to reveal. He's stripping on camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we're good. Now we're good. Now we're good. We can get it started for real now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Danny, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, uh, well, like, it's, it's obviously, you know, you, you've been a, a fan favorite with LAFC since since you've hit the scene a couple of years ago but um you know obviously Julio's a big LAFC fan Moose! yeah you hear the chance so <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome that you're, you're able to be here today nice nice yeah I love that I didn't know you were a fan so I like like seeing that right there That's awesome. <laughs> definitely definitely uh I went to I went to high school across the street manual arts uh, across the street from the stadium so the minute they started building the stadium it, it, it was hype just me and my friends were like this is the team we're gonna we're gonna follow Hell yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I think that's like, yeah, that's what makes LAFC so good. Literally, it's like downtown, right in the middle of everything. It resonates with a lot of fans for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But before before your, your, your LA days, uh, you know, born uh, born and bred in, in Las Vegas, um, can, can you kind of talk about that, what that was like? Um, you know, because obviously there's a lot of, I don't want to say misconceptions, but like kind of like the outsider view of Vegas. What was it like as an insider growing up uh, as a local out there? Yeah, I think I think like you said, um, there's definitely some misconceptions. People think Vegas, they just think of like the strip and right. craziness and and you know stuff like that. Um, but no, I think like nor I had a pretty normal, you know, like upbringing, just like normal house. And like obviously when you're a kid, you kind of you're not going to the strip and stuff right. like that. So it was just you wouldn't it was pretty normal. So. Yeah, not, exactly. You not to- circus, circus though. <laughs> you didn't go to circus, circus. Yeah. All right, I did go to circus. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, not none of the crazy stuff though. But uh, yeah, just other than that, it was pretty normal. You know, I just played club soccer growing up there, and and it didn't really feel like it was anything different. It wasn't until I kind of like grew up and left Vegas that I realized that Vegas is kind of a crazy city and all that stuff. Mm. So I would say yeah, like pretty normal with with club soccer and all that stuff. Talking about club soccer, I know uh, yearly they had one tournament there, and what I remember about that tournament is no parent wanted to go to to like any other tournament they, would, they didn't want to sign up for a volunteer to take care of the kids but for some reason that vegas tournament all the dads no moms all the dads were like all the dads would sign up my dad was the first one in line yeah. they would drop us off in the hotel and then they, they wouldn't come back to six in the morning oh, <laughs> that's so funny i could definitely see like a visiting team coming to vegas that happening that's so funny today's episode is brought to you by bet online our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's NFL futures. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and to get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. So you play, you go through the club soccer route, um, you know, had a great high school career, Mr. Uh, or not sorry, but not Mr. Basketball, but uh, Gatorade National or uh, State Player of the Year, right? Um, in, right. in, in, in uh, Nevada. Um, end up going to UNLV. What was that like? Because I know UNLV is like right by the strip. You know, it's, it's college. Everybody's trying to have a good time. You know, I'm sure there's some uh, some some crazy times there. But what, what was that like going uh, going to UNLV? Yeah, I think UNLV was just you know an awesome experience. It was, it was a chance for me to stay at home, um, you know, take a step towards my goal of playing professional soccer and then also have my family and all my friends there. So that was definitely just a really great experience. And, and yeah, it definitely helped having a strip and all that stuff yeah. there. Like, not a lot. Yeah, it was really fun. It was definitely a cool <laughs> experience. You didn't have to travel far for spring break. <laughs> nah, everyone was leaving. <laughs> everyone else from out of town was coming to Vegas. We were leaving. Were there were there any schools uh, um, in the mix? Uh, because you know, obviously, you had a great high school career, but uh, were you always set on staying close to home, or you know, was were you pretty close to to going somewhere else? Yeah, I actually was pretty close. Uh, UW was another one that I was being you know, heavily recruited by and I met with their coach and, and then Northwestern um, was an, also another big oh, one. I did an official visit there. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a great school. Um, but ultimately what made my choice was just, uh, I wanted to stay at home to be honest and yeah. just play in front of my friends and family. Cause I grew up as a kid watching UNLV soccer games. So for me, it was kind of like, I want to play at the place that I grew up watching as a little kid. So, you know, that was kind of my decision to stay at home. Nice. Yeah. And, and, you know, as as a Vegas local and and being someone who's like obviously knows the ins and outs of the town, um, for for you know anyone that 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 wants to go, not not necessarily saying me and Julio, but if you had any tips for for anyone who wanted to go to, to Vegas, like an insider kind of local spot uh, spots uh, around the city, what what what's like the insider's guide to to going to Vegas? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of places if you're into like the nightlife and all that stuff. I mean, they got every, like, nightclub, you know, the day beach clubs. I don't know if you guys have, like, mm. been to a lot of them, but, like, Encore is, like, obviously a real hot spot. Um, and then recently, I was just on the high roller with my girlfriend there, um, you know, in the off season just now. I think that was, like, a really awesome experience. Um, get unlimited drinks for 30 minutes to go around the high roller. So I was, like... <laughs> Sounds like a... That's, that's, that's a, good a pretty good formula. Yeah, that's a good formula yeah. for success. <laughs> I... I, so I I'm oh, sorry. I also heard about Senor Frogs and Blue Martini. What's up? Senor Frogs and Blue Martini is what my friends are saying that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Blue Martini is huge. Uh, you know, I've been there. And yeah, no, that's definitely a good spot <laughs> as well. There's, there's so many. <laughs> it's Vegas, you know. Right. Everywhere you go is pretty nice. But yeah, definitely if you like don't live there and you're just coming to visit, you, you can't really go wrong. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll take some you notes. You planning on going or no? Um, you know, you we'll know. see. We'll see. Uh, Road I, trip? Yeah. Might I mean, have it's to, not that far. You after know? the podcast, we might have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously, let, let, let's, get into, let's get into soccer. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, great career at UNLV. Um, end up getting drafted by the San Jose Earthquakes. That was your childhood team. What was going through your head? Um, uh, what made you, first of all, what made you a San Jose Earthquakes fan? And uh, what was it like getting drafted by the team you grew up uh, uh, rooting for? 
Yeah, well, I think Chris Wondolowski was just uh, a player growing yeah. up, especially when I was, like, middle school, high school. Like, this guy was just, you know, lighting the league on fire. He was leading, leading the league in goals, and he was kind of, like, the guy. Um, so I just really liked watching him play. I ended up uh, – I would go watch him play when they played the Galaxy. So I was, like, I ended okay. up going there to see Wando play live. Um, and then and then I played a summer league, PDL, um, in San Jose for one summer this was my sophomore year of college and uh, they were affiliated with San Jose Earthquake so that was kind of how my connection started with them and I met a little bit of you know their management and then yeah and then they ended up just drafting me and I was just really happy to be taken I would have been happy to have been taken by any team to be honest because I just wanted to get my foot in the door you know to get into the MLS so like San Jose was the team that that pretty much gave me that opportunity so I was definitely really really happy when that happened. Yeah, and and um, you know, obviously, you played a little bit with with Reno, the the UCL affiliate, um, but it did not end up working out at at San Jose. Was what what was kind of going through your head when when that happened? You know, um, from a career standpoint, because it's it's pretty tough, obviously, getting cut from anything. Um, but you know, you worked yeah. so hard to, to get to that point. Um, you, you get the news that you're cut. What what was going through your head? How how did you bounce back from that? And how do you think? You know, what lessons did you learn um, from there to where you are now in, in your career? Yeah, yeah, there was a, I definitely learned a lot of lessons. I think at that time in my career, it was definitely a lot of growth going on. Um, I don't think anyone could relate to, you know, if you're fired from a job, like you're just like, shit, like it's not, <laughs> yeah. am I allowed to curse? Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I was like, shit, like that's not good, obviously. And then like you said, like you work, I did feel a little bit of, you know, like disappointment because you worked so hard your whole career from high school to college to try to get into the MLS. I did for one season and then I got cut. So I was like, like, it was very disappointing for sure. Cause I was like, you worked so hard to get to this point just to be cut. And I knew it was going to be extremely hard to get back into the MLS, but that was kind of like a decision in my career where I was getting a little bit of pressure from my family to like, cause I didn't finish my college degree. I still have mm-hmm. about two semesters left. So there was a little bit of questions like, ah, should I go back, you know, finish my degree or should I just like keep playing this out and see how, see how this dream goes because my dream was obviously to play professional soccer um so I just decided to play one more year in Reno let, let's see how it goes let's let's see what happens and then I had a good season that in the USL when I was uh, there and then LAFC um gave me an offer in 2020 and and yeah now I've been with the team for three years now so it's been very good how is it going to LAFC in that COVID year because it, it, it was hard for everybody uh no fans uh basically you and you and your teammates uh, in was it Disney? Yeah, in, or, yeah. in, or, in yeah. Orlando. In, in Orlando. Orlando. In Orlando. How, how was that? Yeah, that was just a crazy, crazy year, crazy season, just crazy things in the world going on. Um, but to be honest, it gave me a little bit of opportunity because uh, just with all the craziness, like everyone in the roster was kind of like moving around. People like Carlos obviously didn't go to the to the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was dealing, you know, with a family issue. Diomande ended up getting injured at the bubble. Um, yeah, like, so then it ended up giving me an opportunity to make my MLS debut. That's where I made it. It was in Orlando in front of right. no fans. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of <laughs> like, was, it was still awesome. Like, I swear to God, it felt like there was like 20,000 people there, like, when I made my debut. Like, I was just, like, really kind of, like, nervous because I was looking forward to it my whole career, like, my MLS debut. And even though nobody was there, I felt like I just walked off freaking field with like 20,000 people watching um but yeah so it was definitely cool um it was definitely weird part of it too just because 
yeah, the whole environment. But I think I was just so happy to be there. I was like, I'm in the MLS. Like, I'm doing what I love. I'm, I'm here. It's not like how I kind of imagined it would be at first, but it, it's happening. So I was like, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Was it easy to transition to LA, uh, LAFC having Tristan Blackman there? I know you guys grew up in the, played in the same club. I don't know if you guys played together, but you guys are about a, a year apart, correct? Yeah, we're one year apart, but he actually played up, so we did play together. Like All our right. childhood. We were on the same team and everything, yeah. So that did that make it easier coming into LAFC, having somebody that you know since, uh, chi- since childhood or still was a little bit difficult uh, being part of the team? No, I, I think you're right. I think Tristan did, like, he made it a lot easier for me because, like, obviously Tristan was very, you know, cool with everyone at the club. He was the, you know, he was a third draft pick. So, like, yeah. he was very familiar with everyone there. So he was just able to to just help me around. Like, it was just nice to have somebody that I knew there where it was a little more familiar rather than just coming into a new club, not knowing anyone. So, like, yeah, Tristan being at the club for sure. Looking back now, it was like, yeah, that was really nice to have him there. Yeah, and would you would you go against him in practice? Because, you know, obviously him being a defender, you being a forward, uh, was that competitive, uh, with the competitive juices, uh, you know, flowing uh, on the training ground? I think the question he's trying to ask is who got the best of who? <laughs> yeah, who was <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we were definitely, we, we'd be going at it. You know, Tristan's obviously he's a competitor, but it was funny because it's like growing up, we did the same thing, obviously. He was just like, you know, growing up as a defender and he'd be going up against me. and but. uh you know, I don't know, like, who got the best of who. It's close. 50-50, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Don't be humble. Don't be humble. <laughs> he's in Vancouver now. He's in Vancouver now. No more for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a U.S. only pot. We don't, we don't, get, uh, we don't get broadcast in, in Canada. Canada. So, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean... How do, how do you stay ready? Because obviously, um, you know, the opportunity opened up for, for itself for you to kind of make the splash um, at the MLS's back tournament in the, in, in the bubble. But um, how, do, how do you stay ready for that um, when, you know, that opportunity presents itself? You know, you coming into a new situation, you know, the, the, the circumstances kind of present a, a favorable opportunity for you. But how, how, how do you stay ready when you, whether it's training, um, you know, mental health stuff um, that you're, you're doing off the pitch? Like what makes you be able to stay ready for that moment um, and, and seize the opportunity when it when it presents itself? Yeah, just think, I mean, I think that's just your job as a pro. Like it's not always easy. Um you know, like there's going to be times, obviously, especially on a team like LAFC, where we have so many good attacking players. You know, you have Carlos, you have Brian, you have Chicho, you know, Mahala. You just you'll always have somebody very good that you're competing with. But the thing is, not everybody is healthy all the time. So <laughs> right. there are gonna, like there are going to be times where they call on me to play, start games, um, contribute. You know, obviously, and you have to do your best. You know, in those moments to to obviously show the coaches that they made a right decision by starting you or by subbing you in off the bench. Like you need to make an impact. So I think that's kind of been my main mindset. Every time I come into the game, I'm like, let me just try to change the game. Like, let me try to be the, the difference maker in this. And I think so far it's been going pretty good, but uh, yeah, I think it's that. And then I would say like off the field stuff, just, just like, you guys got to stay positive, I guess. The main thing for me is like, you know, sometimes things aren't always going your way, but like, the only thing you control is training well and, and then making a difference when you get on the field. So I think just focusing on like what I could control and then the rest of it, just see how, how it plays out. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, you go from playing in front of no fans to becoming a fan favorite in a short amount of time. 
Yeah, uh, that first game, uh, move. It was pretty loud. Yeah, I mean, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like when sure. they the, when they do the, the the player introductions, like you're one of the loudest kind of fan reactions. I think you and Vela went head to head, or like who yeah. <laughs> who was a little bit louder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so what's that like? I mean, because obviously the thirty two fifty two and the rest of the LAFC fan base is um, notorious, notorious for being very passionate. Uh, they're notorious yeah. for being loud. They show out for their for their club. Um, what's it like? What what was it like? Kind of going from that zero to one hundred moment, playing in front of no fans in Orlando to um, you know the packed out stadiums chanting your name. Um, yeah, I think I think you nailed it right there. It felt like zero to a hundred. Like from <laughs> like I, you see the fan interaction online, but it's not the same. Obviously, when you're in the stadium and they're so loud. So like I would see obviously the fans were passionate, and then all of a sudden you know like 2021 we started getting full capacity, and then this year as well. Um, it all came pretty fast and I think it's, it's just awesome. You know, it's like, I think I just try to like, like, I, like I said, you know, work hard and make a difference when I come to the games. And I think the fans, especially, you know, the 3252, like they, they watch the games, you know, they understand soccer. So like they see if I come in and I'm like, you know, busting my ass, like working hard, trying to like get a, get a point for the team, get three points for the team. I think they notice that effort and then they just, you know, obviously show love. And so like, I'm just trying to give it back essentially with just good performances on the field and, and just trying to make a difference. So I think it's great. You know, I love the fans, like literally all of them, man. they all like shown really good support to me. So it's just really good. And obviously I just want to keep making them proud as well. How was that feeling when you first seen all of them? Cause it was, it was, it a, you had chills around your body. How, how can you explain that feeling when you seen everybody screaming? Uh, they don't stop singing all game. So how yeah. was that? Yeah, just, I mean, I think, like, they changed the game because they make the atmosphere, one, a lot more intimidating for the, our opponents when we play them. So it's, like, that definitely plays into our favor as well on the field. And then and then it gives us support, like, knowing, like, all right, we just got to keep going in this place. So, like, it's almost like a, um, like a lead-up to something, like, before we score. Like, we want this stadium to explode, essentially. So I think all the fans, they just create that awesome atmosphere. And yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, definitely one of the first games like that I played in with full capacity and all the fans definitely like chills, you know, before you're about to sub on like this is, you know, it's a good moment for sure. Do you remember the first time you heard the moose chant? <laughs> um, I would say probably the loudest one was probably this season. And it was when I started against Portland Timbers in the U.S. Open Cup game. I was I at that saying, game. I was I, at that I, game. I was at, the, yeah. I was at that game as well. Yeah. And, and I was... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I heard, I was like, dang, man, because, like, that, it was a U.S. Open Cup, so it wasn't, like, full capacity. Right. Obviously, the supporter section was was filled up, but it was probably, right. like, maybe 12,000, 13,000 people there, but it got loud yeah. when they when they called your name out. That was one thing I really noticed. No, definitely. Yeah. I have not I have not missed a home game this season, so uh, right. every time you come on, it, 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 the fans get happy. We expect so much from you just because, I say we, <laughs> no, but yeah. just because we've we seen you show out, so, it, like, even that goal, that crazy goal you made against Cincinnati, it was an away game, but the fans were screaming so loud once you scored that goal. Yeah, no, I literally love that. And I know, I think I have noticed a lot of, you know, more of the chance this year. And it's been, it's been really awesome for sure. The support's been really good. And that's awesome. I didn't know you were coming to like every home game and stuff like that. That's yeah, cool. I'm there. <laughs> you see, the guys are fan- I mean, listen, listen, it's gotten to the point where, um, you know, we, we, we went to a LA Galaxy game, a couple LA Galaxy games, and this guy's getting, because he's talking spicy about LA Galaxy fans uh, yeah. on, on the show. Just and, some jokes. Yeah, and it was, it was getting kind of circled around uh, some, some LA Galaxy fan circles, and they're starting to recognize them. They start, you know, 
yelling their uh, their obscenities yeah. and you know giving them some gestures. Yeah, and, they they did they, they, whatnot, they so. did. Uh, I don't know what mom had to do with it. <laughs> they, were, they were calling me a son of a yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. leave my mom alone. She's she's sleeping at home right now. <laughs> nah, that don't even surprise me though. With that, that's crazy. I've heard some bad stories with some of their fans. So. No, yeah, that's... they they they're not too fond of me right now. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Hey, me neither. So it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that rivalry a little bit because um, you know, although it's only five years old, it's definitely I think one of the most. Uh, talked about in MLS talked about and the most kind of intense rivalries across the league uh, between you know two sets of very passionate fans two pretty different clubs in terms of you know where they're at um, both now and and where they came from so there's there's definitely you know a lot uh, to, to love about the rivalry I mean for, for, for me as a soccer fan living in LA like you know it, it's it's awesome every time you know you guys play against each other you know, there's 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 uproar. I think that playoff game a, a few years ago, the, the tickets were reselling for like five hundred dollars. Like it's going crazy. So, well, what's your take as as a player? Um, you know, when when you do line up against LA Galaxy, what is that feeling like for you? Uh, what's the intensity like, and, and and how does that differ from you know just a a, a different uh, regular season match? Yeah, it's just, I think it's just completely different. We have a thing here, you know, the week leading up to a Galaxy game, like everyone, like almost every day when we step into the training facility, everyone says Galaxy Week, Galaxy Week. Like it's always said and it's always like on the everyone's mind. So, I mean, I mean, we don't take those games lightly. I think it's such an intense rivalry. I think both teams play very good at home. Like when we're at home and we play against them, like we're winning. And then when they're at home and play against us, like they step it up to 100. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I was just talking, I forgot who I was talking to it with someone on our team um, when we were playing them at their place in the Open Cup game. Like they like do not play that hard in any other game <laughs> or the whole, but when they play us, like they are running their ass off. They're like, just they're working their ass off and it's like it's tough to beat them at their place but I think that open cup game was definitely one of the hardest times I think for us as a club just like the way that we lost that game was obviously we were extremely disappointed the fans were extremely disappointed with that game and like I was obviously we didn't want that to happen like we're wanting to like we know how important that game is to our fans and we like you know reiterate that throughout the week everyone the coaching staff so I think to get knocked out by open cup from them was just really really bad situation but at the same time we understand we had all these injuries and we played like eight games in that month um so like i'm not gonna be like completely like you know like there was no reason why we lost those games like there was reasons for sure but um obviously yeah we were extremely disappointed but we played them at home and i think yeah. two weeks a C- couple weeks so yeah yeah i have I my ticket we're all gonna <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely get your tickets. We're going to be, like, for sure ready for that game, you know, because we're not going to let them come, you know, in our home at the Bank of California Stadium and win that game. So, but it'll be good. I'm sure they're going to come out on fire, too. It'll be it'll be a good game. But we're definitely looking to get revenge after that last one because that one just didn't sit well with, with anyone at the club. So, yeah, um, especially as a, as a, as a fan, um, for the last five years, LAFC has had a better team, statistically-wise, if we just look at the stats. Uh, last year, probably not, but... The years prior to that, LAFC has always had a better team than LA Galaxy since they came in the league. And it's always tough. All right, I know they play a little harder, but what do you think is for the team? Um, sometimes it feels like you guys come out a little nonchalant. And that's just from an outsider looking in. I know you guys don't, but um, yeah. 
what do you think? What, what do you think it has to take for you to get over the hump and beat him at home? Because that's a, that's a, that's a, that's the only yeah. thing they 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 have on LAFC fans right now. You can't I beat know. us at home. <laughs> I know. I think that's the main thing. Like we're actually pointing it out. We're like, well, let's get our first win at that stand. But you know what? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like you said, sometimes we do come out and long way play. I don't think it's on purpose though. I just yeah. think there's pressure one like the whole stadium like there's like they they have obviously the advantage because they have all their fans um sorry about that i was getting a phone call no worries Um, no worries um so i think there's that element to it but i just still think like like i said earlier when we play them at their stadium like they do not play like that any other (laughs) game of the season like they are just running like if you like so everyone just looks like oh well they're not that good they don't have these players like but all every single player that they have is like trying very hard at home but also i will say if you flip it and we play they play us at home we're we're gonna get the edge we're like yeah. the ones who have the extra edge because we know we have 20 something thousand fans at our stadium that are counting at us and it's just a, maybe a little bit harder for the away team to get those mm-hmm. results like it's just tough you know it's a tough environment but shoot i mean i'm hopefully hopefully i'm part of the club when this happens when we get that first home win at their stadium because i know everyone wants that to happen Definitely. I, the joke I have against them is like, if you guys played against LAFC, the way you play uh, those home games, you guys will be champions. Yeah, but talk about the, the, so you mentioned, you know, you guys mentioned it's Galaxy Week, it's Galaxy Week. Um, talk about the preparation that goes into because uh, obviously it's coming up uh, July eighth, I think. Um, yeah. What so what goes into that week, and how does it differ from you know your your typical run of the mill uh, um, uh, practice week? Yeah, to be honest, I don't think the preparation, like what we do on the field, changes much. We we treat it like you know, like because we do treat every game, you know, in regular season. I think that's why we've right. been doing so well in regular season. You know, we don't take any teams lightly, but I just think it's. <laughs> it's more of an emotional side that we're getting amped up to play them. Um, but from a like tactical perspective, I don't think there's much that we adjust. We do our scouting report. We make, make sure who like, obviously their best players are for Chicharito. We need to keep an eye on him. We like try to emulate it in training and like give our defenders different looks on what he'll do. But uh, other than that, it's, it's not that much different. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and you know, former teammate of yours, uh, last before the last game, yeah, Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, um, you know he 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 had some comments. You know, he said he he was obviously, um, I'm sure it's the same on on their end too, where they're kind of getting amped up to play you guys. But he said something, you know, like I really want to beat them. You know, I want to piss off the 3252. Um, did you guys hear that going into the week? And uh, what what were your thoughts on on his on his kind of uh, uh, on his comments? Because you know, kind of sparked up some some uh, uh, yeah. controversy amongst uh, some. LAFC. Oh yeah, there was a lot. There was a yeah. lot going on on Twitter <laughs> and in different yeah, sites. Yeah, I mean, I liked what LAFC 3252's chant was like before the game. I don't know if you guys heard it if you were there. But <laughs> <laughs> they were just chanting "fuck you," and, <laughs> and I was like, all right, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, it's funny because, like, the guys who know him, obviously, so I know Raheem. And honestly, yeah. he is a friend of mine. He lives, like, literally five minutes away from me. So, like, and he didn't move, obviously, because he just got went to right. Galaxy. So, right, he just right. stayed where he's at. But uh, Can you expose yeah. the address? Yeah. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. We will not be, we will not be doing that. Nah, it's like, yeah. um, but, uh, 
but uh yeah like i said like so, so the guys who know him obviously we saw that and that's kind of raheem's personality like he does he likes to agitate a little bit so like mm-hmm. i i saw it like when he did it i was like yeah like i could definitely see like raheem saying that type of stuff but people who don't know him maybe were like oh like this guy's like trying to you know like you know provoke and stuff like that but uh yeah i mean like literally we saw those comments we're like all right like let's shut up raheem like let's yeah. literally prove him wrong and then Obviously, just things didn't go that way in the game yeah. where we were pissed. We were like, shit, like we wanted, wanted it to be better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously having a great year. He's having an amazing year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He he is. To, to be play. fair, he's having a very good year. Yeah. But it, it's easier to have a good year when you have, you're playing against teammates that are, are not as good as the LAFC players. <laughs> <laughs> <you're> get, <laughs> he's shining now. Yeah. He's shining. But you have players like that, of course. Like, now, oh, oh, my God. Man. You leave oh, LAFC, now you're playing good. Shout out to Raheem. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, yeah, shout out to Raheem. Shut, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, um, nah, Raheem's a good dude. No, I know Raheem because he he uh, he actually played in Toronto FC with one of my buddies. My, one of my closest friends played in Toronto FC with him. Toronto FC 2 with him. Uh, 2015, 16, I believe. Uh, they played it around the same year. So I don't know Raheem personally, but I've seen him uh, in Toronto playing with my with my, uh, with my yeah. close buddy. He, he ended up having a really good year that year. I'm pretty sure that's like when they won the Supporters Shield. He was part of that team. Yep. So. No, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, think, I think it was Raheem, uh, Mark Anthony... Kane, Kane. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the other Galaxy player they have in the middle, I think his name is Mikey Delgado. So those are all mm-hmm. Toronto guys that played with my buddy when he was in Toronto FC. So oh, nice. it's crazy how they're all here uh, and they're all they're doing they're all doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, all of them are. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about LA a little bit because um, you know making your way from Vegas to LA, what was that transition like? Um, what what are some of the things that you like to get up to out here? What are some of your favorite parts of the city? What are some of your least favorite parts of the city? Uh, just can you talk about you know what 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 living in LA is like for, for you? Yeah, I think I like love living in LA. Just to start it off, like it's been awesome so far since I've been here. Um, the my first year was a little weird because it was the COVID year, so everything was closed. So I, I didn't really like that because I was like, man, like some of these restaurants people are telling me to go to and stuff are like closed. Mm um but i would say like my favorite thing to do i like going to the beach or like or just like go chill by the pool in my apartment um i don't know i just like being like in the water and stuff like that so i would say if i'm going to the beach like 99 percent of the time it's gonna be at santa monica usually just because okay. i live in downtown so it's just like 20 minute drive essentially right. down the 10 and, and i'm there so yeah you're not going all the way up to, to malibu right just reach out i live in santa monica so <laughs> yeah just let me know yeah. we, we can hang out yeah there you go we can oh, hang yeah, out bro. just let me know I mean, i'm always there bro i'm literally so, chilling on the beach like especially now that the weather's been getting better like definitely. now's the time like yeah. i've been going pretty pretty often um but yeah sometimes malibu like i have i'm like planning on going like to the beach there um pretty soon but malibu is honestly awesome it's like that's a cool ass vibe. Like I, yeah. I just like it out there. Like the restaurants and stuff are just super chill. Definitely a different vibe. Outside. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah. I usually like taking the bike road uh, to Malibu, yeah. um, and they they have like a before getting the Palisades, they have, they have a little restaurant in front of the beach. That's a really good place. I forget the name of it though, but it, it's an amazing place. It's right in front of the beach. So yeah, we don't get free okay. pub out here anyway. So huh? you know, we don't get free no, pub. No, no free pub. Anyway, I, I so. do know the name, but I'm not gonna say. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll we'll say that off. <laughs> we'll reach out yeah, yeah, off yeah. air. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we, we 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 talked to a couple of Angel City uh, FC players as well, and they mentioned you know the beach is kind of like the their big hangout spot too. So. Um, you know, what is it about, you know, the beach that, that makes it so, uh, cause obviously, I mean, we, we grew up here, so like it yeah. may not be as kind of special to us as, as, as someone, you know, coming from, from a different, 
different spot. Right. But what I what think, about yeah. it is 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 you know so inviting or or, or so um you know alluring to, to to you? Yeah, I think like you guys said, kind of like the way you described like the beach and you guys grew up here, so it's not that. I mean, that's how I kind of feel with Vegas. People are right. like, oh, it's in Vegas. Here. So I'm like, yeah, right. like I grew up here, so it's not. But uh, for me, what I love about the beach is just like. Like, I don't know. So I've just been getting into like surfing since I've been here too. Like I'm oh. not by no means like some great surfer. I'm from Vegas in the desert, but like, I just want to like try it and stuff like that. So I'll end up, you know, like trying that out. Um, but really I just like being like out there in the sun, chilling, just being in the water. It's like, I don't know. It's peaceful. Cause like, like I said, I'm like literally from the desert in Las Vegas. Like right. we don't have anything like that back, you know, back home for me. So like just to come here and just be on the beach for me, it just seems like, it's just really fun. Like, I don't know if I'll get bored of it eventually, but so far I haven't been bored of it. I like, I just like going there. Hopefully not. So you can stay in the tea for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Hopefully not. Beach more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, all right. Um, have you tried any, any foods, new foods out here in uh, Vegas? I know Vegas has a lot of great restaurants, but have you tried any new foods in LA? Something that has stand out? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, bro, I've been to like so many, like restaurants um to be honest like the names are almost like blanking on me i've been to like so many places in santa monica um there's this one breakfast place called blue jam cafe there's actually one in yeah. santa monica yeah. and one yes. downtown yeah and bro that breakfast place is like one of my favorites so far like the, the french toast with the blueberries on top the, yeah. The, yeah. The churro, the churro french toast yeah, bro the churro french toast is oh, fire yeah, 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 bro, yeah. they got the breakfast sandwich too that's fire and i'll yeah Ooh. pair that with the french toast and it's yeah. just so good but yeah, that's, that's like one that's... breakfast place specifically i can think of do you guys have any like recommendations Oh, I'm Salvadoran. You still have to try a pupusa. I don't know if you ever heard about what they are. I, I've had pupusa because I had teammates who were El Salvadorian, and we always go get pupusas. Like, uh, yeah. this was in Reno. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fire, bro. I love that stuff. So we Is got a, a good place out here? Oh, this, we have a big Salvadorian community out here. So, uh, oh, nice. I will, I will let you know about some places that I like going to. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know for sure. If they serve it with a fork and a knife, then it's probably not nah, the right yeah, spot. Yeah. Finger so, food. Yeah, it's a finger yeah, food. It's a finger yeah, food. Yeah. So, so that's, What's the drink? Isn't there like a special like El Salvadorian drink that you can like, get with pupusas? It's like a fruit drink. They have like the fruit Ensa inside, Ensa uh, Ensalada. Yeah, they call it salad, yeah. but it's a lot. Oh, yeah. I always, is... I'm always getting that. Like that's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, he's, he's Salvadorian. <laughs> yeah, he's Salvadorian. I mean, yeah, he's Salvadorian. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of us. I'm telling you, I would go to this place all the time. It's like this El Salvadorian spot. Always be there. It was super good. I'm gonna take some pupusas to the stadium next time. So after the game, yeah, uh, have a Ziploc yeah. bag for you. Let's <laughs> yeah, oh, some aluminum awesome. foil. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, next game. I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna set it up. Other than that, any other any other foods? Have you tried new foods from different countries? Because we're we're such a diverse uh, community out here. We have different different people from different uh, countries. Any new food that you tried that you like? You didn't like? <laughs> just let us know. Yeah. Um... I just eat like sushi a lot. That's like, mm. I'm always hitting up like a bunch of sushi places. One thing, this has nothing to do with LA, but like our team cooks served this to us the other day. I don't know if you guys have had it, but have you guys ever ate grasshopper? Um, or crickets? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have not, but but they do serve that. I think it's at a baseball stadium. I think it's the Seattle Mariners baseball stadium. They have like, do they? They have oh. like chili lime, like, like, 
crickets or locusts or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So like anyway, I just had crickets for like the first time. I was like, I never thought I'd taste that before, but like I I, I didn't like them at all. So I was just curious if you guys have tried them. But I probably tried it when no. I was like five years old. Like cricket sushi. Cricket, yeah, cockroaches a little bit. <laughs> Nah, that ain't it. Uh, slimy, slimy yet satisfying. Nah, what is this? The Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I mean, obviously, you know, Danny is obvious. Uh, it was awesome to have you on the show. Wait, I have one more question. Oh like, yeah, go for it. Uh, go for it. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I know you played with your brother in uh, UNLV. How was it playing with your brother? Because uh, I played college soccer. I was okay athlete. Not at your level, probably a little bit. Um, but I, I played with my brother for uh, two years, and it was like the most competitive. Uh, two years of my life because like playing with your brother you can't lose against your brother so the minute they set you in different teams yeah. it's like I, I gotta get a red card but it's practice so I can't hurt him you yeah. have to play but, <laughs> so but, but how was that play. how was that yeah what school did you go to I went to I played in Arizona Western it's a, it's a Juco school uh, okay nice in Yuma, Arizona nice yeah I mean I think kind of like what you were saying it, it's pretty similar like because my little brother is a center back so like same thing I'm a forward going against him and training all the time and it's like yeah growing up together I think that's probably a part of the reason why I've ha been able to have success in my career is because growing up with my little brother like always competing against each other that that created you know something in me that made me a lot more competitive and, and it made me a lot better and it made him a lot better so I think it rose us to that level to where we were able to play you know obviously at, at UNLV together but it was definitely like awesome like in games like having my little brother there and just we're like playing and he was definitely like one of the best center backs that uh that we had on our team and in the in our conference so like to see him you know doing well and succeeding it was just literally an awesome feeling it's like a dream come true for two brothers i mean i'm sure you know so just definitely definitely it's just an awesome feeling how, how was it making him because you uh you said off air that you make them at least seven times <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, i didn't make them like one time and i like i like tease him about it he'll get angry though or something well i like, get into a fight so i was like all right he knows he knows i begged him i don't need to say it again uh, <laughs> no my brother one time he made me but it was lucky like he, he missed that oh, yeah, went, went sure, through my I'm legs sure. right. honestly yeah. he didn't he didn't get the ball though because i i went two feet tackle him then i felt bad yeah. I, was like, I was like oh that's my brother i think i talked to my You're mom like, after <laughs> yeah but yeah. like I, ha I had to set the tone like don't do that again in practice in front of our teammates because then they feel like yeah. they can do it. Yeah. And at right. that point, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm have to fight the whole That's team. That's big older brother energy yeah. right there. That's big older brother <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah, being the older brother, you got more pressure because you're like, yo, I can't have my little brother nah, like, doing this right now. <laughs> but I, I, I can admit he was better than me. He was about... I'm I'm five eight. He's six one. So he's big. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. It. Yeah, and and so. I was a right back, and he was a center forward. So he was like, you know, holding. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the only way I can I can defend him is like dropping him, pulling the shirt, yeah. Yeah, punch him, be aggressive. punching him in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's oh, really yeah. yeah there's really nothing. Um, I don't know. I'm not not demoralizing, but like just kind of it's a blow to the heart, especially as being the older brother. Because I have a younger brother. We both played baseball growing up, and. That when you see him kind of finally eclipse, oh, eclipse yes. you, because you know, growing up, I was, I was, I'm a year Always. and a half older than him, so I was just better than him at anything that we did. But then uh -huh. finally, you know, when he started, when, like you know, we he started kind of catching up to me, and then eventually he ended up passing up. So I played D three college baseball, he played D one, and so oh, okay. you know, just kind of seeing that, it's like not demoralizing, but it's definitely a shot to the ego. But uh, yeah. you know, especially being the older brother. Yeah, at that point, I was like, so what? I'm better in class. <laughs> What's your GPA, yeah. bro? What's your What's GPA? Your GPA? <laughs> yeah. That's funny, though, because, like, there's a, I remember there was one little story, my little bro in college, like, he ends up, like, 
he's like pressuring me on the back because he's a center back. And I remember one time, like I didn't even like kind of pay attention with him, but like I actually like threw a little elbow back. It catches oh. him like in his mouth. And then he like just goes and punches me. Like, <laughs> and everyone's like, yo, what's going on right now? And I remember we, we were like, everyone thinks just kind of stopped right then. Like we didn't fight or nothing, but it was like, what the hell? Like I elbowed him and he punched me. And then after that, like we were cool. Like literally like an hour later, we were like, my bad. Like we were both like, that was our fault. And then after that, we were cool. So I guess that's kind of how brothers is. Like, <laughs> no, definitely. De- no, definitely. <laughs> and then after you're just kind of like, love. right. Yeah, yeah. It's all love at the end of the day. Right. Our coach had to set us down. I'm like, hey, you guys know you're family, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> why. The, yeah, we're family. I know. Guess yeah. you. Why you recruit both of us at the same time? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. No. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, before we wrap up, um, you know, we do we do a, a little segment. Uh, Julio's prepared a few rapid fire questions and put you on the hot seat. And then you know right. we can we can wrap things up after that. But uh, you know, uh, right. Julio, what, what you got? Pool party or nightclub? Pool party. Uh, Reno or Cashman Field? Reno. <sighs> All right. All right. <laughs> that was a fast one. Yeah, that, no, was that was a fast one. That was pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Off the top, that, that, that's a fast one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, best uh, night. Best night place in Vegas. Or the most overrated, uh, say you can say one like which was the best night uh, place I mean, to go to in Vegas, or the most overrated one. You can either I think or. Dre's is probably probably one of the best ones. All right. What about what's the most overrated one? What's the most overrated one? I don't know. I mean, all of them I've actually heard really good things. Maybe Hakkasan, but like I don't know. A lot of he, them are very good. He's not trying to burn his bridges. He has like yeah, three promoters right. out there. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> really cool. I'm not picking sides yet on this one. <laughs> All right, uh, good fit, bad shoes. Good shoes, bad fit. Um, bad fit, good shoes. Yeah, that's a, that, that's, that's the that's resounding. Popular, yeah. Yeah. Talk, man. Yeah. You don't. It's hard to pick that one. That's like you don't want to do either All or. Right. And the last one: Who's the best soccer player in the family, Adam or Danny? Danny for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the easiest one. That was the easiest yeah, one. That was, that was yeah. the easiest one. So, right what if we ask your parents? Say me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, look, man, it, I, I know you got a, a million things going on. You know, you're, you're you're obviously busy, dude. So I appreciate you coming on and and taking the time to talk to us. Uh, Danny, it was, it was it was great getting to know you a little bit. Um, you know, we'll we'll put all your socials in in, in the description and in in, in the uh, uh, in the comments and whatever. But um, thank you so much for for taking the time. Best of luck to you moving forward. And you know, we're gonna be at that game uh, July eighth. So uh, Hulu's yeah. gonna bring uh, some some homemade pupusas. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah yeah. So if you if you see a guy screaming for your jersey, it's probably gonna be me. Yeah, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. Don't you know, be alarmed. I mean, he gets a little. He gets a little fanboyish when when, when he gets. Oh no! Yeah, I'm. So, this has been the most exciting uh, person we had in the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Didi. I'm sorry, DJ. I'm sorry, Dehuan. Like, yeah. th- I'm excited today. I I've been this whole week. I've been circling Thursday. Like, Love that. Big LAFC fan. I'm, I'm. I was there the first game, first uh, home opening game at the bank. Um, so it, it's it's really exciting having you on. Especially the team has been doing great this year. Um, I yeah. did want to talk to you before we let you go. I did want to talk to you about that goal uh, against Cincinnati because you stopped. Was it you stopped it with your left, shot it with your right? Um, yeah, well, I stopped stopped with my right, shot with my left. Yeah. 
and it went up for V. How crazy was that? Yeah, I think yeah, that was just like just a crazy goal. Um, yeah, like, it, I it, it bounced up a little bit, and you got it off yeah, the air. So Car- yeah, Carlos ended up just playing it in. My feet was like a little not behind me, but like not in front of me. So like I had to just kind of stop a little bit. Took a touch, it like bounced up, and I was like, "Let me just smack this on target." Like, and of course, you know, went in the top corner, which was, which was good. And then, yeah, then we won the game. So I was like, perfect, "Oh yeah, perfect. it was one yeah. one, and that was a two one." Uh, yeah, winner. That was well, the decider. So it was good. Yeah. I think I subbed in in that game, so it was like ten minutes before. So it was good. It was definitely a good. Feeling well, what, sure. What's what's your like chemistry like with with Carlos? Obviously, you know, he's such a dynamic player up front. What's it like playing alongside him um, in the attacking yeah. third? I think Carlos, he's just so easy to play with because he's so good. Like, he's just so smart. He sees the game, like, in just a different way. So, like, for me, it's, like, it's pretty easy to play with Carlos because you just need to do, like, the obvious thing. He'll pick out the pass. He'll, like, he, he has the vision. So, I feel like, for me, it's been really good playing with Carlos ever since I got here. I think the more that I've been with the club now, the easier it is. You see his tendencies and you can just play off of him. Yeah, it's definitely really good to play with him. All right, this is the last question. What was your... uh? <laughs> coming to MLS moment, when, when, when did you feel like, when you're like, oh, well, hold up, this guy just made me. I didn't think the league was going to be that, that intense. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, or a defender. You're like, I'm just trying to get by this guy for all game. Yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, it was actually when we played Seattle. This was my first year um, in 2020. We played them at their stadium in Yamar, uh, the center back for Seattle. Mm-hmm. This guy, I like, I remember I tried to like push the ball by him. And he was like, <laughs> literally like a brick, bro. Like I was like, this guy is built like freaking tank. So I was like, I, like he like, I tried to like shove him off the ball a little bit, but he did not budge. And I was like, this guy is built different. You know, he's not like the, any other players I played against. So I would say that was like one moment I was like, yeah, this is, you know, the big leagues essentially. All right. And when was that, that, that one moment when you're like, I belong like this, I, I'm good at, I belong in this league. I think my first goal, that was, like, when I was, like, all right. Like, I scored. It was, like, a, a monkey on my back, like, weight off my shoulders, essentially. Like, I just, like, scored my first goal. And it was something that, obviously, I always dreamed of doing and being at that moment. And then for it to have happened, I was, like, good. Like, it felt like it belonged. I was, like, this needed to happen. I wanted it to happen. And now it's finally happened. So that was one. After I walked off the field, I was, like, I felt like, yeah, I belong. And this was good, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you again so much uh, yeah. for, for joining the show. Shout out to our sponsors, Bet Online. Shout out to the Football Boutique for kitting us out. Thanks again for, for, for joining the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll be back next week with, uh, with another episode. Hey. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yep. Yep. Thank care, you, Danny. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.